a barefoot hunter because statistics are the best. The barefoot hunter because you don't need footwear to bet. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And this week, I'm very pleased to say a big welcome and introduction to The Logical One. He's back. Thanks, Mug. It's good to be back. It's Uh, raining in Melbourne. It's cold. It's winter. And mate, this is a bit of a change for you because you've just come out of the uh, so, uh, the sunny tropical conditions of the Maldives and uh, straight into the middle of a, a belting rain. How was your trip? Yeah, what I learnt is that you cannot bet from the Maldives. It's very hard to get on over there. Um, very hard to see what the odds are. Uh, had to have a bit of a spell. I kept in touch a little bit with it. Yeah, uh, okay. So did you actually manage to get any bets on through uh, other colleagues? Or, oh, uh... I sent in one bowler. I gave, <laughs> sent him a few messages. Um, he was uh, he he was fumbling around a little bit. So after that experience, I sort of gave it a miss. After that, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. But a good trip, yeah, very good trip, excellent. And you're uh, for the listeners, you were surfing over there in the Maldives, surfing in the Maldives on a boat. Awesome, man. And uh, I'm sure you got uh, plenty of good ones over there. Well, mate, it's it's fantastic to have you back onto the podcast. I had to do all the heavy lifting on my own uh, last week, and it yeah. was a it was a pretty uh, interesting round of footy. We had another few upsets, and um, and and a couple of games uh, that were very surprising. The the Pies have turned cold. I don't know if you saw that from a, a great yeah. win that you tipped up the week before against West Coast and then uh, and then served up a bit of a shocker. Yeah, uh, I think we said a few weeks ago there was a bit of separation at the top um, well, quite a while back and it looked like that was going to be the case and that has just completely flipped on its head now. Um, and the form teams looked like they're Richmond, Brisbane, North Melbourne... These sort of teams are the form teams of the comp. Carlton having a real down spell. Collingwood are a bit up and down. West Coast a bit up and down, going okay still. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting at the moment. Yeah, and um, the Tiger train really uh, rolling on. They got their mojo on uh, on the weekend against Port Adelaide. Um, tapped them up. I didn't think Port were too bad, but uh, the Tigers, uh, their three-man weave handball game through the middle of the ground. Um Unbelievable! They uh, they really gave it to uh, to Port. What about your man Dursma? Speaking of Port, um, uh, I think this, I one. think this this has had enough oxygen during the week, and let's <laughs> let's just move on. And no issues, no Did, issues. What, what's what do you what do you make? I saw you're, you and your brother out at Mitcham <laughs> firing arrows back in the day. <laughs> you're a bit of an old school guy. What did you make of the arrow? No, no, it's fine. Let no, him go. Have let it, him have go it. Have it. I. I, I it's not my cup of tea, but I, I, I'm not too uh, too worried and about I see it myself. The, um, I'll tell you what I have seen. is that One team re- returned to their glory days, what they do best, and that is the Ds. They're back to tanking. They're <laughs> back to tanking for draft picks. That's where they're at their best. Well, I'm actually um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, happy to tip up the Saints a little bit later on, so there's, uh, there's a bit of an early lean for the listeners. But I am scared about one thing about Melbourne. All year, Simon Goodwin has been saying, despite them losing every week, he's been saying, we've got our brand back, we've got our game back, we're playing the Melbourne way. 
he's finally come out and said logical enough's enough, enough. <laughs> so, so I'm actually he's finally admitted that they're no good so I'm, I'm a little bit worried about what they actually might produce this week but uh, I'm going to have to stick with the Saints I didn't uh, actually anyway. see the game but from all reports they were okay last week right? the D's yeah yeah I saw the second half um, they actually looked like they were uh, going okay yeah. as I said on last week's podcast they've actually got their back six back so they've got their uh, their core back six down there we know Maxie's very good in the middle the, the boys have been touching the ball a lot. So um, so I think they are, they are getting a little bit better. Um, but, um, but, gee, they just can't win or clear a line or, or do anything. So they're still still battling the boys. Yep. Um, and uh, Testy Gate up at the Gabba. Scotty Thompson, I don't know if you're aware, got a a whack in the testicle and and potentially uh, might miss this week. So uh, that'll be a a big selection point point as well. Yep. And how'd you go? I know I had a few retro bet winners (laughs) when I I, I had a look this morning, but... um, How'd you go over the weekend? Yeah, so I put right. it. I put it out there on uh, Twitter um, last couple of days. Um, I was on the Crows on the twelve and a half. I, I think that market might have got to fourteen and a half. And I did say to the listeners, if you could get some fourteen and a half, and Heppel didn't play, then uh, then that was that was potentially a bet. Um, I'd taken the twelve and a half already, so I was committed. Um, but uh, no good there, logical. I thought that market actually did get out too far. Got out to the twenty-two and a half, yep. which I thought was too much. But I stuck with my guns, backed the twelve and a half, and, and didn't get it there. I backed the pies. I was actually pretty convinced that the Giants had lost one soldier too many, and yep. um, and they weren't going to stand up. But how wrong was I? They they came out and just played unbelievable physical footy. So missed on that one. Um, got the Swans uh, plus. Got uh, got the Freo um, points under, which I'm not sure how you feel about that bet. Logical, if you give that one the tick of approval. Um, the Hawks. Uh, I was pretty bullish about the Hawks on the podcast last week. Got that one, and uh, we did a market watch on West Coast and took the eleven and a half line as well. So yep. that was the betting review there. Logical. So got four missed on two. Yep. Uh, what about your retro? Mate, bets? I had two retro bets, and surprise, surprise, they both won. <laughs> How did the Tigers only go off seventeen and a half against Port? Yeah, oh, I okay. cannot like. You weren't having that. You oh, could, couldn't have like that. I look at that and go. Well, they went off like um, I think fourteen against. GWS the week before, cleaned them up in great form. Porter coming off a terrible loss against Brisbane, 40 plus lost loser at home. They come to the MCG and they, you know, 17 and a half. I'm like, serve it up. You, yeah. would, you would have been into oh, that. I would have been smashing that. Um, and then Sydney, did, did I read this right? Fife and Hill didn't play and they still went off 10 point favourites against S- Stephen Hill. Um, Brad, Brad Hill played. Brad Hill played. Brad okay. Hill played, yes. Yeah, so, so not Stephen Hill. And and the thing that I, I knew that you would have loved too, logical one, they played Sandy, Darcy, and Lobb as oh, yeah. well. Speed. Yeah. Speed. They would have been real quick. So it didn't go off at 10.5. I think it went off at around about, you could still get fives. Um, yeah. uh, Might have got a little bit tighter towards the jump, but there was fives around all week yeah. after that news. So yeah. you could have got. Uh, you could have got that market there as well. So, um, logical. I know you've been away, but could you see any bad beats over the weekend? Well, looks like the uh, Carlton twenty four and a half, uh, or Carlton 24, 24, 26, yeah. whatever you took. They were forty points up on the Gold Coast in the third quarter, I think, and. 
gave up that lead, mm. came back, and then still only missed that line by a point or two points, depending on the line you took. Um, I think you'd be considering yourself pretty stiff there. You would think that uh, Carlton were going to uh, fix up Gold Coast to the tune of four goals plus, but uh, didn't quite work out that way, unfortunately, for those uh, for those people that jumped on that. Um, North Melbourne, I've read a lot about this on Twitter. Whether or not they would have won the game or not, but that free kick late for Brisbane, um, you know, it was a it was a terrible free kick. They go on to win the game. They, that may have... It, May have been remained a draw, or they may have still won the game, Brisbane. But you'd be considering yourself very unlucky if you back the Kangas. There. It doesn't help, does it? When you give away, <laughs> when you give away a goal help. with uh, with one ten to go. And then imagine if you're on I don't, the line was a bit bigger, but if you had been on a plus six and a half or something like, that, and then they went to kick another one, you'd be absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So um, we do feel for the uh, for the North head to head betters because yeah. they've they've copped it two weeks in a row now. The Essendon yeah. one from the week before yeah. and this one on the weekend, but yep. still form line very good for North Melbourne. Yeah. Um, all right, old mate, are you ready to get into some games? Let's get in there. Let's do it. Friday night, MCG, Collingwood Magpies hosting the Richmond Tigers. The Maggies are $2.50 and the Tigers $1.54, making the Tigers 9.5 point favourite. So we've already had a little bit of points movement in this one. Um, they got out to about 11.5 and have just trimmed back up to about 9.5, logical. What do you see here? Yeah, well, um, if this game had been played three or four weeks ago, this market would have been flipped. Um, so it's a big move. This is this is the interesting thing I think for me going away for a couple of weeks, where you just see that um, the market has moved so significantly um, with a couple of match results. And is that an overreaction? Are the Tigers flying, and are the Pies going as bad as what that 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 says? Or have we reacted to what we've seen just in a couple of weeks of footy? Because over long term, over the season, it's probably not that that form. And I was quite surprised that this this was. Um, a ten and a half to the Tigers. I was thinking when I looked at it, I was like, I'll probably be on the Tigers here because they're going well. And then when I thought that, I said, oh, well, that's gone too far. Yep. Saying that, for me, I'm probably having not seen both sides last week and where the market is, I'm probably not going to have a bet. Yep. Um, but I was surprised that, that the Tigers were ten and a half point favourites. Yeah. And um, I think before the the Collingwood game, there was actually, actually and you wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen this logical, don't know if you're able to uh, get in tune with this, but... That game prior to uh, the weekend was sitting at five and a half. Yeah. So, so with the Collingwood form that has been witnessed at the uh, at GWS, with what the Tigers are doing, that slipped straight out to eleven and a half. But I was a bit like you, logical. I was that price is too big to be. I, I want to be on the Tigers as well. Yeah. But for me, that price was too big. Um, I had uh, a couple of people saying, "Get on the Tigers, get on the Tigers." But I'm like, I'm just gonna have a little bit of a sit on that one and see what happens because uh, I. I Hopefully that price comes down a little bit, gets back to down to that five and a half, and uh, and then we could potentially get back on the Tigers. Yeah, and but I think I think you had a you had a question on Twitter during the week when your man said, "What are you looking for when you when you pick a winner?" And yeah, and I think a key element thing here is what you're just talking about is is if this game was twenty and a half um, Richmond favourites, we're going to be back in the pies. Yep. But if it's at Pickham. You're going to be packing Richmond. Yeah. So we're not trying to find the winner. We're just trying to say, okay, this is around what we think the price should be. And when it's out of line of that, that's when we're backing one side or the other. Yeah, the Token King was was um, uh, approached us on Twitter and was asking about that. How do you, what do you look at in games to be able to decide whether a team is worth betting on? But a lot of the time, it's like, as you say, it's it's when is it wrong? 
You know, yeah. when, when is the market not right? That's yeah. when we want to be betting. So at the moment, uh, Logical and myself both feel that that line is is too high to be backing the Tigers. We, I think you want to be on the Tigers, Logical? I, I thought I would be, yeah. yeah. But when I saw the 10.5, the Pies do have a few injury concerns and... But, um, yeah, they, they're still a pretty decent side. And yep. the Tigers, Tigers look to be going really well, but for a big part of the season, they haven't been going great. Well, so. the one thing about the, the Tigers that um, I, I popped over and had a, a look um, for three quarters uh, on, on Saturday myself, the one thing that I am still a little bit off, this, this handball business of three-man weave up and down the field op- lends itself to turnovers. And if you've got sharp users back the other way then potentially you could hurt them back the other way yeah. um, so I don't think Port Adelaide did that uh, they did create turnovers but they didn't hurt them they kicked it straight to Richmond's backstop and yep. um, and then Richmond just made their way back down the field again yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think Collingwood will be a bit smarter so that's I guess that's a bit of a concern the one thing um, for me here though uh, is I'm just looking have a look at the forecast uh, 5 to 8 mils at the G uh, oh, I mean sorry in Melbourne on Friday night um and it's supposed to be in the afternoon or late in the evening. Yeah, so keep, um, so keep an eye on that. But watch. I think yeah, one fifty-seven is available. It's probably a free hit on the unders now if you if you if you want to take it that. And if the rain gets worse, you're on really good value. Or the rain comes, and if it doesn't, you're probably on a fifty-fifty bet. So. Yeah. Okay. Good call. First game on Saturday, and we're down to Utahs. So back down to Launceston, the Hawks are hosting the Brisbane Lions. The uh, well, we've got to pick them here. Logical, dollar uh, ninety-one either way uh, on the head-to-head. So no point talking about the line. Um, the Hawks. How much time have we got on the podcast to talk about the Hawks? Logical. Oh, we... <laughs> you would be a bit sad with Jarman going down. Oh, I was actually. Uh, I was actually starting to consider a bet uh, on the Hawks for this week, but then uh, my man Impy went down and. Um, I'm a bit concerned about that. I think he's been fantastic for us this year. He provides a lot of run. At the same time, Brisbane have got a, their own concerns with um, Harris Andrews' uh, cheeky little left jab yep. or left little left forearm or whatever that he was. He doesn't mind giving a few of those out. And um, and he's uh, we've just got that confirmed, actually. He's going to be missing as well. So one really good player for one really good player. And, and Harris Andrews, I don't know, you could probably argue that he's more important to Brisbane than what uh, Jarman Impey is to, yeah. to us. Yep. Yeah, so... So a bit of a personnel problem for Brisbane. Um, look, down at Utah's Pickham situation, I actually uh, marked this game even myself. Um, so I actually thought that's what it would be. My lean probably is to the Hawks just because it's Utah's and um, and that's my team. Um, but uh, logical, what do you think? Well, Fagan's had the wood over the Hawks. Yeah, well, that's, he has that, had the wood. He's had the last three games well, they, have, they have beaten him. Well, that's another concern. Um, that's another concern that I have, to be honest. how is that for a form line of Brisbane? When are we going to start believing? Oh. Like, they smashed the Saints. They beat Melbourne. Then they went to GWS and beat GRS. Then they went to Port Adelaide yep. and smashed Port Adelaide. And then they've beaten the Kangas, who are a form side. They're flying. Yeah, They're going really well. They are. They're probably not going to like the 12 degrees maximum temperature in Utahs. <laughs> um, and, and on ratings, I, I think it's hard. I, I don't think everyone's really caught up with how good Brisbane are going, but everyone thinks the bubble may burst. Um, I couldn't be on the Hawks, okay. uh, but I'm... Probably not going to be on the lines here. I just marked that slightly. The lines slight favourites um, for me, uh, but not enough to have a bet at this stage. Okay, so no betting on on that one. Back at the G for two ten on Saturday, Carlton are hosting Adelaide, and um, 
logical. This one is at the MCG. You normally associate with the home games for Carlton at uh, and Marvel, but they've got the run out on the big stadium, which I think suits them a lot better. No, they do play home games at the G as well. Uh, they did, split, they split it, between the two. Are they an even split, are yeah, they? Yeah, I don't know about the even split, but they've got a split there. Okay, because yeah. I know yeah. most clubs have one or two games at the either stadium. But, yeah, um, Carlton are do both. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Carlton, uh, $2.60. Um, Adelaide Crows, $1.50. Making the Crows 11.5 point favourite. I don't have the line set that high myself. Uh, uh, set that high myself. So my lean to the, is to the Blue Baggers. Oh, and, you're back on the Blues. You told me you saw them at the MCG the other week well, they, and they were the rubbish team and they were, well, they were cooked well, and they were one of the worst teams going around. I didn't like that performance at the MCG. <laughs> you, you know that, logical. Um, but I ended up backing them against the Swans uh, when it got to 26. Um, but the uh, the Blues um, back here at the MCG versus Adelaide, the one thing I am a little bit concerned about, and I don't know if you've got any information around your traps, but I'm a bit worried about Crips. Yes, the, well, uh, I haven't... I didn't see last week. I spoke to my Carlton man. Yep. He said he had his ankle strapped in the third quarter. He thinks he'll play, but he wasn't quite right. Yep. Um, but what I will say is the Blues are flying. They're one of the form teams. We talked about Brisbane being the form team. Carlton are the last team to beat Brisbane. They've won four of the last six. The two they lost, they just lost narrowly to Melbourne and to Western Bulldogs after giving up big leads and coming back. Um Adelaide are not playing very well. Yeah, they're battling. Haven't played the MCG this year. Played twice last year, I think. Got smashed both times. So they don't love the G, as we know. They lost the grand final there the year before. Um, if Cripps is right, I just this price to me... I, I had these ratings before, before I went on holidays. I had Carlton rated... 13 points worse than Adelaide. Yeah, okay. Since then, Carlton have... Improved or won, stayed the same? Won two games. Yep. They've been sitting up there, nearly covered the lane against Gold Coast. So they've, so they've improved their rating? Improved. Adelaide have lost last week to Essendon and... The T- week touched up Gold Coast. Touched up Gold Coast. It's easy kill. Yep. They can't have got further apart. Yep. So on that, you're saying that I'd be like Carlton, that Adelaide like five-point favourites before any changes to the ratings. Like, I just... If Cripps is right, I can't have enough of the Carlton here. Okay. Like MCG, like, yeah. So I'm, I'm putting up a unit, either play or not play, I think. But yeah. but if you want to wait, teams are named. If Cripps, I'd be very Cripps, bullish. Cripps, Cripps here in, uh, can we raise you for two units? Oh, it would be, yeah. Two units, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, so if, yeah. Cripps, if Cripps is in, I think that's the first time I've heard this all year. Well, so we're going to see, we're going to hear it against Blues. Fr- against Frio, Frio, yes. They have been my team recently, I must say. I've been backing them a lot, but they've been I think playing. you've been... Uh, paying for your Maldives trip on the back of the Blues. <laughs> so it's been a uh, happy hunting ground for you, and it sounds like it continues this week. I think so. I just can't have them uh, at a 11-point favourites. Okay, fantastic. Oh. There's one for the listeners. Twilight for us, but uh, traditional time slot for the Perthians. West Coast Eagles are hosting North Melbourne. $1.33 for the Eagles, $3.35 for North Melbourne, making the Eagles here a 19.5-point favourite and logical 24.5 points on the Sunday into 19.5. So I know you've been away for two weeks, but I think you remember what this is. What is this? The Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover That's of the Week. That's exactly what it is. We're, uh, we're on song there. Get down and see Andrew. He'll fix you up. So uh, we've had a bit of line movement here already. Um that uh, 24 and a half was very juicy. I think North Melbourne 
Um, well, there was a few form form ladders out at the moment. Brisbane and um, who else? And Essendon sit at the top of those form ladders uh, for the last five weeks. Well, who's the team that almost beat them? Both of those guys. It's North Melbourne. They were sitting at about eighth on the form ladder. Um, so, whatever way you slice and dice it, North Melbourne are going really good. Logical, I haven't been convinced with West Coast at all. Um, they narrowly, well, Hawks probably should have should have touched them up. They have a pretty bad loss on their home deck to Collingwood, who we question, are Collingwood actually going that well? They did touch up Freo in between. but Yeah, okay, yep, yep Freo in the wet. Yep. But we know Freo aren't going real well either. Yep. And, uh, and then they've struggled for three and a half quarters to get across the line against uh, the Melbourne Demons. So, so West Coast aren't going that great. Look... At the 19 and a half point, I think I've got to be having a go there. Um, or you're you cautionary tale. No, no. You're I'm jumping just, in. I'm just, I just feel like, remember two weeks ago, yes. West Coast went off 24 and a half against, against the, the Pies. Pies. Yep. And they're going off 19 and a half here against so, the Kangas, which doesn't make sense. The Pies was obviously way too big. But do you, think, too big. do you think in those two weeks the Pies have gone down and the Roos have elevated? Is that possible? Or you still uh, but, couldn't but even have, even as the pies were back then, you couldn't you still know. have North rated higher than Collingwood. No, 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 yeah. not like like I know a few things have changed, but yeah. to, to be that pies one was quite wrong. I thought I thought it was wrong at eighteen and a half. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not saying that that's not a bet because of that. I just found it interesting that yep. they've gone from you know. And uh, that was one thing that I actually did have a think about. Is sort of going, wow, geez, pies are the same line basically as a couple of weeks ago. So is this right? Is it wrong? Or, or what have you? But uh, I like what North Melbourne are doing. I, I yeah. don't really like what West Coast are doing. Um, West Coast, whether Hearn and McGovern play, uh, is a questionable thing. But um, I think both of those boys are carrying. Probably the one thing for North Melbourne for and, and for the listeners, for the North Melbourne betters, is Thompson um, with um, Testy Gate up there in Brisbane. Is he going to be right? He's been pretty key for him. So maybe you got to have a player watch. But uh, I guess to give you my lean, I'm liking the look of North Melbourne at that line. Okay, yeah. Well, for me, um, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, I'm cautious of the West Coast flat track bullies. Um, sunny day there um, over in Perth. And... I'm just going to pass here. I'm, okay. I'm not saying that. I'd like, I'd like that. Definitely Kangas are in really good form, but yeah, that'd probably take me off it. Okay. First up Saturday night, it's the St Kilda Saints hosting the D's at Marvel. So we've got the Saints here at 2.05 and the D's at $1.78, making the D's a three and a half point favourite. A bit of line movement here as well, logical. Uh, the D's opened up at seven and a half, might have been eight and a half in some markets. Um, and to let the listeners know, we, we're taking these prices from Bet365. So we're into three and a half for the D's. Logical, I, I might need you to talk some common sense to me here because I actually had the Saints marked as a favourite in, in this particular game. Um, D's aren't going great. Saints have, um, you know, we know the Saints haven't been winning, but um, they were pretty good down there uh, against Geelong. They've obviously had a great win against the Dogs. I think the D's have been pretty much either not covering their line or they've been basically performing to expectation or below it. Um, and um, I think I've got to be on the Saints here. Yeah, well, firstly, just 
the listeners wouldn't be able to see, but I've got the black armband on tonight. Um, did we have the minute silence last week for Richo? Well, mate, I was feeling for you over there in the uh, in the, in the dives when uh, when the announcement was made. Um, I know you had to uh, you couldn't come on the program. I alerted the listeners to the fact that you might be joining us, but you'd, the the news had reached you and that you weren't able to join us on the podcast because of it. So, oh, because they've been going so bad. You know, they're only two games ahead of Melbourne on the ladder, and oh, <laughs> yeah. Terrible list. Uh, no, nah, but, you know, sometimes clubs need change. Um, my thoughts on this game, uh, Marvel suits the Saints. For most of the year, the market, this is the first time the market has really, I think, caught up to the fact that Melbourne are no good. Um, and I always thought it was too far. Like, for most of the year, this game, Melbourne would have been going with 20-point favourites, 15-point favourites. And the last couple of weeks, Melbourne haven't been terrible, but this market's gone bang, okay, D's only three and a half point favourites. Wow, you're thinking uh, D's? Because it, it's at Marvel, yep. probably won't back them. But yep. I could not. I couldn't be on the Saints at that. Um, I think it's been a big move. Overreaction. So like, like this is another great one. I've, I've been away for a couple of weeks, and this game's going off. You know, a couple of weeks ago, this going the game's going off eight and a half point favourites to D's, and all of a sudden it's moved a long way. Yep. Um, so I won't be having a bet. Okay, so Viney, um, Viney's probably the important one there too for the D's. Um, Got a got a heavy knock on the weekend. Um, Barras really braced himself there and 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 knocked him out. So um so that might be uh, something to take note for the listeners. Yeah, there. it's a good one. And, and he's probably one of those guys. He'll be saying he wants to play. You know what he's like. Um, it'll be the medical staff really trying to hold him at bay. Yep. So yeah. um so if Viney doesn't come up, uh, I'd be happy to have a pop at the Saints there. But you're not getting involved. No. Okay. Second game Saturday night. Port Adelaide Power hosting the Giants. So power here, two dollars twenty, and the Giants are a dollar sixty-eight, making the Giants six and a half point favourite in enemy territory. Logical. What do you see here, and uh, what's your feelings about this? Firstly, how'd your man Dixon go last week? Um, he didn't touch the ball too many times, from what I saw, but okay. I, I I didn't see the entire game. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, not great, I don't think. Yeah. So we know we've been getting the yo-yos from Port, so it's very hard to bat, you know, bet on their games. They're not showing much consistency at all. They're talking that uh, Ryder may be back for this game. I think he's a very important player. And, you know, they I know he wasn't going great, but he's very important for them. Um, GWS still have their injury worries. In they've lost two really good players in Coniglia and Kelly. Um, and the market moved against them last week for that reason. Um, they did smash up the pies, but they still haven't got those players. So for me, looking at that, I, I probably made this a little bit lower because Port being the home side, but I haven't got any confidence in Port, so I, you know, I probably won't have a bet for, on this game. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I, I made this game uh, a, a bit lower as well. Um, I would like to back the Giants here, but... Um Look, Port, it's just too up and down, isn't it? You know, I've been stung too many times by Port yep. Adelaide, so um, I can't be pulling the trigger here on Port, can't be pulling the trigger on Giants, just because, you know, I said it last week on the podcast, went through a big list of their players, who they're missing. Um, that They really got themselves up emotionally. I don't know if it was Toby Green as captain or, or what it was, but somehow the Giants really raised their game that their pressure and their ferocity at the ball was unbelievable in the first quarter last week um whether they can bring that to the table again away from home um let's uh, sit back and watch yeah. but um but yep. no no betting i don't think yep 
Sunday football, and first up, it's the Western Bulldogs taking on Fremantle Dockers. $1.54, the Doggies, and the Fremantle Dockers, uh, $2.50, 10.5 points. This one started off at 8.5, so it's just drifted uh, a little bit. Um, Logic, I've got... Uh, I've got the dogs a, a, a bigger favorite, a much bigger favorite than what this line suggests. So I'm pretty keen to have a bet here. Um, there are a few player, bit of play, player movement, particularly from Fremantle, where the Fife comes back. Um, so, but I think the the market's already adjusting for that. We might see some movement, of course, if he is named. But um, but I'd be pretty ha- happy to uh, put this one up for the listeners to say uh, I'll be having a go at that one at the ten and a half. Um, can you talk me out of it, or uh, do you um, do you agree? Um, from what I'm reading, I think Fife will play, so you probably make a good point. Probably better to wait for him to be named and yep. let the market maybe might move a touch more. Um, the dogs weren't great last week, yeah. but, but Freo are going really, really poorly, mm. um, and I cannot help but agree with you here. Um, I think I marked these, these dogs of better side than Freo, and then you've got the home ground advantage on top of that. And what do we give that, about eight, nine yeah, points? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think they're probably maybe maybe even seven, but they're more than a four-point better side than the Dockers at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and, and they love Marvel. So, I yeah, I have to agree with you here, and I'd put putting up a unit on the minus as well. Okay, very good. So we got some consensus bet there. I think that's the first... Um, the one where I'll put up with a bit of confidence and uh, and you're agreeing, so um, so that's a good one for the listeners. Yep. We're up to the Harbour City where the Swans are hosting the Cats. $2.70 for the Swans. The Cats $1.47, making Geelong here in enemy territory a 13.5 point favourite. Now, I watched that game on Saturday night with a fair bit of interest. Logical. It was wet, was slippery conditions. The one thing I will say about the Swans, I thought their endeavour was fantastic. I, th- I thought their heart and their commitment um, and the way they tried and hassled and, and everything was was great. You couldn't knock them for that, but uh, they really struggled with their connection and um, not playing great footy. Uh, still, they still played above expectation well, yep. slightly, so they've done okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're down a couple of players. They, they really have no big man stocks at the moment yep. in, at the Swans. Um, yep. So they're struggling in that department. Yeah, and it hurts them when they have to put a leer into the ruck because mm. he's such a good backman. So, um, and look, they've still got some really good players. We know that Heaney and Parker and these sorts of guys. Kennedy, they're terrific, terrific uh, warriors for the for the Sydney team. Geelong, coming off a loss against the Hawks. They'll be a bit smarting from that one. They need to get back and have a really, uh, a really good victory. Um, so I'm expecting a response from the Cats. Um, my lean is to the Cats. I don't know if it's strong enough to have a bet. Um, be interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I haven't seen the Cats the last couple of weeks, but I'm hearing that they're looking really ordinary. They have the luxury of being able to do that at this time of year, mm. having been where they placed on the ladder. This is sort of a game of percentage clear. So that they can they can have a bit of a down period now. Um but from hearing how they're playing, not going well. I like the way Sydney are playing all right. They're going okay at the moment, much better than they were early in the season. When I marked this line, I marked it about 10 and a half. Okay. Um, I probably not quite enough to have a bet because I haven't seen enough footy in the last couple of weeks. So I'll probably leave it, but a slight lean to the Sydney okay. for me in this game. So you got the lean to the Swans. I've got, yeah. to, I've got the lean to the Cats. So um, I guess for both of us, maybe let's see what this market does and... Um, We'll see if that market can force their hand. To yeah, have a it's bet. A really, it's really how much you 
you knock take off Geelong's rating for the last couple of weeks, whether you think that's just a, a couple of weeks anomaly or whether they're actually f- falling right off. Because, um, you know, I think uh, I think I had them about 30 points better than Sydney a, a while ago, but now nowhere near that. Um, so I think on, the, on that, my ratings, I have them 20 points better than Sydney or, or, or 18 points better than Sydney. So, okay. yeah. All right, very good. And the last game of the round, we're up at Metricon Stadium for a home game for the Suns hosting the Bombers. The Suns here are a big price, $7 and Essendon, $1.10, making the Bombers here 38.5 point favourite. couple of points movement in this one. I think there was some 40.5 around um, Sunday afternoon or evening. Uh, that's just trimmed up a little bit. Oh, logical. What do we do with this one? I I, uh, I make it a little bit less than what the line is, but, um, gee, Suns have copped two, what, near 100-point or 100-point belting uh, two weeks prior to showing a bit more heart against Carlton, albeit they were uh, down and out there and got five goals back late, so... Um, I don't know. Look, the lean is probably without Heppel, who I don't think he's going to play. My lean is probably to the Suns uh, at that 40 point, but I don't know if I can have a bet, mate. What do you think? No Heppel and no Arazio. Arazio, yeah. yeah, he's got a wedding. Yeah. He's off. He's got an injury as well, hasn't he? No, I think he's... Uh, uh, the, the oh, no, sorry, I'm thinking McKenna. Yeah. McKenna's... Uh, so they got so no Arazio, no McKenna. Yeah. Uh, so McKenna's off for, for a wedding, so... Um, that might, yeah, that probably hurts him a little bit. But I would say I'm very just Harvey Norman this <laughs> yeah, game. Zero <laughs> interest. Sunday afternoon. Haven't seen a lot of these teams in the last couple of weeks. Um, Gold Coast have been terrible. Essendon are going well, but I'm still not convinced. Um, probably like you've said in previous episodes, probably the halftime line is yep. probably a bet for the for Gold Coast if you if you if you really want to bet in the game. Um, otherwise, I'm not really very interested in it at all. Yeah, it's a bit that way, isn't it? The old Sunday, that might be just time to uh, turn the box off and uh, spend some time with the lovely. Um, yeah. <laughs> excellent. Okay, so that's all the games taken care of for the uh, for the weekend, Logical. Now, one thing the listeners have been asking for is this uh, explanation of the 1 to 39. Um, yes, yes. I got, an, I got a request um, via social media from uh, Mr. Ryan Forsyth. Do you remember that old Vic? They used to call him Vic because he made the Vic squad for footy back in the day, under 15s. Looked like he was going to be a superstar. Very good junior footballer he was, Vic. So yes. a shout out to Vic. Um, yeah, he asked me 1 to 39s. Well, we've had it, we've had it on Twitter from a few different sources as well. So it's actually been quite a uh, popular question about this 1 to 39. Why do you say 1 to 39 isn't a good bet? Especially on the favourites. It's just like there's a couple of ways to look at it. It's statistically... The amount of times that games land one to thirty-nine doesn't marry up with the odds being offered, um, and then also the odds being offered are much lower now because the totals are lower. So even though it is landing in one to thirty-nine a bit more because the lower scoring, they've been adjusted due to the models. But then there's the one thing is when you're looking to have a bet on something, you're trying to get an edge, and so the average price on say a one to thirty-nine might be two twenty or two thirty on a favourite. Yep. If that line is six and a half. Even if there's five players out for that team and it moves to twenty and a half, that price on the one to thirty nine doesn't move. It's still two twenty because all the all the all the juice goes to the forty plus away from the other side winning. But there was still no value on that one to thirty nine. You're not getting an edge on the bookie, you know, like that's the way you want to get an edge. So there's 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 no sort of edge from getting um, you know players out or when you think it should be shorter than um, than what it is. 
And then the other the other reason. So okay, so so you're saying that minus uh, if you've backed the minus and then there's player movement after that, you're getting the free hit on the uh, on, on the line. Whereas with the one to thirty nine, you're, you're, you're still on no value. Brains. Because all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. it's the forty plus is more value. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. That makes and sense. And it's also when mid game. It's what do you want to cheer as well? Like <laughs> you don't want to be cheering. I'll oh, cheer on one team and then all of a sudden cheer on the other team. And you don't, you know, that's not the reason not to back it. But that's also one thing for me personally. When I'm when I was watching a game, I don't want to be cheering a gap because you can't just cheer one side. But also, so mathematically, it's not value because of um, the the historical. Yep. But even if you put into so that's just the percentage of chance and how often it actually happens versus yeah, the price versus so, the price. Yep. And, yep. and if you put in um, normal distribution, you put in the standard deviation, and you put in what you think the handicap should be and the range. It won't give you value either. So it's it's never it's never value even when you look at it on the outsider. The one to thirty nine is because in that one to thirty nine market, it's not it's generally better at one hundred and twelve percent, one hundred and ten percent. So you know they're taking three percent to two and a half percent per selection in that market. You know head to heads, you can get bet to one one hundred and four percent. So they're another reason they're taking more margin out of those one to so, thirty nine. And when prices. you talk about they're taking more margin, you're talking about the bookie is taking more margin out of the out of the price. Out right? of the price. Yeah. 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 And then and once again I'll go back to it like. You could be on a head-to-head um, value um, outsider that you think uh, it could be seven dollars, for example, and you think, oh, it should be five dollars, and and you, you you are getting on the value, but there's no point in those in that one thirty-nine when you like a team more or less. Should it really be shorter, especially on the favourite? You can't make it shorter than two twenty because it's just if the side's better than what you think then the 40 plus is shorter if they're worse the other side's shorter so you're not ever really getting an edge on that 1 to 39 it's never really value so that's the if um, if hopefully I'm articulating that correctly yeah I think I think you are but I think myself and, and maybe the listeners might need to go and listen to that a few times uh, to, to fully comprehend it but yeah. um, I think what you're trying to say, logical, is the one to thirty-nine isn't the value. It's not the value. You're much better value on lines, head-to-heads, total points. Yeah. Um, obviously, fantasy and all these things as well. But um, we we don't sort of generally tip that up on the, this podcast because that's it, it's so early in the week and those aren't those aren't on site yet. But. While we're on the topic, uh, logical about um, different bets to have and so forth, and I'm I'm actually getting this one without notice. I have uh, actually had Token King also ask me about multi-betting. Do you yep. guys multi-bet? You know, do you actually have multis and, and is that something that you encourage? And I think we've said on this podcast a couple of times, we don't really encourage multi-betting unless the you're struggling to get your bets on or unless the markets are related. Yep. So is there something that you can say to the listeners just around multi-betting and why we don't recommend so, that? So why a bookmaker would love a multi-bet is because whenever you have a bet with them, they've got margin incorporated into that price. So when you multi that bet, you're multiplying their edge. So if you're multi favourites in put, putting five teams in a favourite um, in a favourites multi, you're multiplying that that edge they get. So you're getting worse and worse value every time. Of course, if every single bet is value, then you're multiing value to yourself. Yep. But generally, um, so so some punters will multi to, to disguise their bets to make them look like a worse punter so they can get on. But in general, if you're just multiing favourites or you're multiing um, uh, one to thirty nines or something, you're just giving edge to the to the bookmaker. So that's yeah. that's why. So long term, the bookmaker is probably going to beat you if yeah. you're taking. Bookmaker those. makes a lot more money on multis than they do on singles. Yeah, and and I often think too. For me, the the classic do I multi or don't multi is well. 
if you wouldn't have a single bet on that game, why are you multiing it? Yeah. You know, like you just make, oh, it's a dollar ten. I'll multi that into yeah. uh, such and such to give me a bit more value at dollar ninety. Well, yeah. if you wouldn't have been brave enough to back that dollar ten straight, yeah. Then what the hell are you doing multiing yeah. it? Um, so that that's sort of my way that I try and look at that as well. Yeah. Uh, if it's not value single, it's probably not value multi. It's a good way to look at it. Yep. Um, okay, mate. Are we okay to roll straight into betting recap? Yes. Yes. Or betting, you know, where our money's going this week. So what have you got, Logical? Uh, so I put up the unders in the Collingwood-Richmond game due to the weather. Um, the Carlton Plus. Um, and yes, the... you're quite. And you two units on this one if Cripps plays. Yes. Wow. Yep. Okay, good. And the Western Bulldogs minus. Yeah, okay, cool. And uh, and for myself, um, I want to be on that North Melbourne game. I don't, did I actually say I was putting one up on the 19 and a, and a half? I think I did. Yeah, yeah all right. Yep. I'm into North in. Melbourne there. Um I think I said I'm putting one up on the Saints as well, and uh, and like you, I'm uh, I'm into the dogs there, logical. So I like the uh, like the look of the dogs. So um, that's it for uh, for the program this week. Uh, logical, fantastic to uh, to have you back. And um, as we always say, uh, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. The barefoot hunter, because statistics.